At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm R.J. Bell with the Sports Betting Headlines for Thursday. As you just heard, Aaron Donald flinging his helmet around seemed very violent. Will there be a suspension? Some are saying no because it was a practice, but it was between two teams. We'll look into it. The Dallas Cowboys have been downgraded significantly, losing left tackle Tyron Smith for a majority of the season, if not the whole season. We'll break the numbers down. NFL preseason week three kicks off tonight. Green Bay, one and a half point favorite at Kansas City. Here comes a four out of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. Lama, Las Vegas, live on a Thursday, live on 226 FSR stations across this great, great nation. Wow, a little breaking news. I think there's a different opinion on this. Aaron Donald situation. Probably just lead with it, AJ. Let's lead with it. He is the fan who beats the man. AJ Hoff. All right, many speculating three-time defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald, may face a suspension after video surfaced today of him swinging an opponent's helmet at the joint practice between the Bengals and the Rams. It was the opponent's helmet. Yeah. 
Well, that's I mean, if you really think about it, people You'll swing your own. Yeah, people always say in a fight, it's like, why well, take your helmet off? You know, a football fight. It's like, yeah, take the other guy's helmet. He's more vulnerable, and you use it as a weapon. And you're protected. I mean, let's just say this. Can you suspend someone for that kind of smart? That's just logic. (laughs) But now the question has to become, well, did you have to start swinging the helmet? Did you have, what was the cause of it? Do we have any sense of what drove it? Obviously, there was combustible um, tempers. I think you made a very good point about like between these teams, especially maybe you would expect that. Yeah, the fact that they've got the two teams who played in the Super Bowl doing joint practices together right before the season starts doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. First off, we no one has it. The two teams decided to do it. Right. Uh, the fact that they decided to do it yeah, is great. Yeah, but but each party, you know, it wasn't like the league mandated. You're right. Right. So the question becomes: the Rams said, "Do we think it's a good idea?" Rams said, "Yes." Cincinnati, do we think it's a good idea? Cincinnati said yes. So no one really thought it was a bad idea. I find the game itself to be particularly interesting. Because my first thought when I saw that game was, man, it feels like Cincinnati's probably going to be extra motivated here. Right? I mean, if you had to think the team that won the game, the Super Bowl, the team that lost the game, who would you expect to be more motivated? For a preseason game, certainly the team, because like, the Rams don't well, think this is anything. But now. even a regular season game. I mean, every if we act like every regular season game has the equal motivation for both teams, we're being foolish. So, if one felt like it was revenge, redemption, the other felt like it was a normal game, maybe they're a little afraid of the game because they know the other team's going to be extra hyped up. Now, in the preseason, the Rams are as low effort, or at least as low starter-influenced as any team in the league, they do. They've dismissed the preseason. The Rams. Now, a joint practice. You hear a lot about this now that the, a lot of coaches like these joint practices better than they like even a preseason game, because the theory is you can get into the situations you want, and because of that, if you got everyone playing as hard as a game, then it's better because you can say, hey. Each team gets maybe, I don't know, 30 plays to say, and maybe that's not the right number, but X number of plays to to practice where they want to practice. Then the defense gets to do something. Hey, we want to go against a fade. We want to, it feels like there's a lot of mutual, like you help me, we'll help you between the teams. Don't forget, head coach of the Bengals used to be on McVay's staff. So obviously there's a history between them to try to help each other. What, What could have happened? on the field that would have got Donald this worked up because he he's known as a very violent player, an aggressive player, but not a dirty player. It's not like he has a rep as a dirty player. We talked about this one day that you were gone when the Patriots and Panthers had, had scuffled about how it, 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 I compared it to MMA sparring. Sparring with guys from other gyms is always dangerous because you never know their intensity level versus yours. And if one guy's going harder than the other, then it, like in a game, you know both teams are going to be at 10. In this situation, though, one team may be practicing at an eight intensity, the other at a six. The six gets punked out. You know, now they're trying to go to nine, and that's when these tempers start to flare. I think it, that's why you see this happening so often. I don't know what the exact thing was with Aaron Donald, but I think it's probably a, a, someone wasn't matching his intensity. See what's happening 
so often in what regard? What is happening? The fights that are breaking out at these joint practices. We, you saw If you saw Hard Knocks this last week with the Lions, the same thing happened there. Uh, the, the Panthers and Patriots earlier in this preseason, they had fights every day that they had practice together. Uh, it seems but to be there, just the norm. More, are there more fights than in the practices within the same team? It's just not being covered the same way? Because you hear about training camp fights all the time. Um, I'm not sure. I know for sure they've been reported more prevalently or, or widely. I don't know. I mean, you. I mean, you followed the Houston Texans closely when you were local there. Were there fight in a given? You would go to um, at different points. You would go to practice, right? Sure. And in a given practice, what percentage of the time were there fights? Pushing and shoving regularly, full on swinging, almost never. In fact, I can't recall one ever. Full on swing, like where like, guys were swinging punches at each other or, or, or brawling. Wow, wow! So you're saying two people never swing or, or swung punches at each other? Not at a practice that I saw. Wow, that's surprising. No wonder Houston never won a. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, I, I I do I do agree that that in general you're not going to have the whole team in like a gang fight kind of situation where there's like a groups of people fighting because they generally don't have a beef, right? It's going to be the people that have a beef, you know, the individual players. Now, when you have opposite teams or different teams. It kind of makes sense that 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 there's not going to be as much restraint. You're going to have more like, hey, protect my guy, right? And maybe that's the whole story here. Maybe the confrontations, one on one, are about the same as a regular practice, but then when it does break out, it spreads quicker because these are two different teams playing each other. We are straight out of Vegas, but really, could the possible argument be the NFL needs less violence? Meaning, there's been a lot of, of aggression taken out of the game. Um, a lot of people will say it's good for the long-term health of the game, that it becomes more um, acceptable to the masses. Those that would say, oh, no, this is uncomfortable how violent the game is, that contingent has really disappeared because the game's gotten less violent. Uh, CTEs, obviously, has been a driver of that, trying to stop the idea of, of a da- that type of damage. I'm not sitting here too much. I'm a Steeler fan, so I've always I grew up watching some very aggressive football. Hard nosed, but it's easy to sit on your couch and talk about hard nosed, right? So to some degree, I understand that, and I'm saying if it's best for the health of these people, even though they're making millions of dollars, I don't particularly think the difference in a more violent game is so much. It's worth people having, let's say, problems playing with their grandkids. Sure. So I accept the direction of the league. I don't accept, though, that we should make every time there's any physical violence that we're going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe it. So in a weird way, is this maybe a non-story? Is, it, is the story here, does Donald get suspended? And, and everything else doesn't really matter because no one got hurt. And, hey, these are men playing a violent game. I think if these guys were just throwing punches, it wouldn't be a big story. The, the idea of taking off a helmet and swinging it at someone, it goes beyond like even acceptable violence in the NFL. It, beyond Pittsburgh Steelers, old school acceptable violence even. This is like, the, it, it crosses a line. So, obviously, it was in a game, but the Steelers were involved as the victims, yeah. in this case, in, in, in a similar situation with Miles Garrett, he got six games. Personally, I felt like that's not a great analogy because, one, there was all these racial um, 
accusations, which to this day has not been resolved. And it's something I said very clearly on this show, on Fox Sports Radio, on Straight Out of Vegas. I said, if you really think about what's been said, either Miles Garrett is accusing Mason Rudolph of racism unfairly, or Mason Rudolph is a racist. There's no possibility, logically, that one of those two wasn't true. Well, which one was true? Because they're both playing in the league. Either Miles Garrett is playing as a guy who made false accusations, extremely serious accusations, or Steelers have, for another season and then another season now, at least it would seem he's going to be on the team, kept a racist on the team. Which one do we do? We think Mike Tomlin, I'm a Steeler fan, do we think Mike Tomlin's doing that? Mason Rudolph's not that good. I don't know how no. good the quarterback would have to be <laughs> that Tomlin would overlook racism. I, I don't know if that even exists. I'm pretty sure it's not Mason Rudolph. I, I agree with that. But somehow Miles Garrett's one of the favorites to win the player of the year, and no one's talking about it, are they? No. It's inconvenient, I know. So, to me, that seemed like a different situation. Do you see it as analogous? Do you see it as maybe Donald should get six games? Because that's what Garrett got. It's almost impossible to say that because, like you said, one was during an NFL game. You know, hundreds of thousands of people watching, millions of people probably watching. Yeah, for sure. This was a practice that got recorded on a cell phone camera. This isn't, you know. Well, we got to figure the teams were recording the practice. You got to wonder about their footage. Sure. Right. So, I mean, it originally breaks because of a fan, right, recording it. Um, Garrett is the favorite to win Defensive Player of the Year. Interesting. Seven to one payoff. And remember, his suspension was an indefinite suspension that just happened to go to the end of the season. And then well, they but, said, but, but they knew how many games was left, right? Sure. But I mean, they technically they could have kept him suspended longer well, yeah, if they wanted. Dell could do anything he wants. We've learned that. I mean, I mean, what couldn't he do? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he could even get your revoked press pass from the Texans back. <laughs> Maybe. If he really put his mind to Oof. it. But that one might be one of the more difficult that ones. That takes some swing. We are, <laughs> we are straight out of Vegas. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that the way this story goes will be based upon how big it gets. Meaning, we saw this with the Ray Rice situation. When there was no film of it, it was two-game suspension. Then the video comes out, and it, it's changed the league effectively. Every decision they've made on punishment has been an offshoot of that decision. They've been trying to redeem themselves, in a way, it would seem, for that decision. I think if we get like some good footage and see the helmet-making contact and, and real violence, I think Donald could get a game or two. I think the two games is the outside of it. Or if we see some kind of provocation from the other side, maybe it... it but what is the provocation for that? Maybe maybe racist? Somebody taking a cheap shot, a, you know, stomping on a knee, punching someone low. I think there's things like that that could that would be... okay. I don't know that it would make it acceptable to swing a helmet at someone. Well, I'm looking at the footage right now. It doesn't seem like the helmet got swung. Am I missing it? Right, yes. Yeah, you're missing it. It's okay, I see over it the top, like kind of a tomahawk. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing is, you got to one. See, if he was smart, he would have got rid of that helmet when he was going down. <laughs> because you could see if you're in a situation where you're you're grabbing at someone. Now, again, I, I could imagine being this strong. You're, you're grabbing at someone. You rip off their helmet, and then you're just going to punch. And it doesn't matter what's in your hand. You could have taken a pastrami sandwich back. You would have been punching with it, right? But then after that first punch, you don't think you keep tomahawking with it. 
I don't know. Listen, as I my, think the breaking news is you can't imagine being as strong as Aaron Donald. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see some of the guy. He's just, you know, he's bigger, he's stronger. No. But, but I will say this is he has a reputation of playing as hard as you can play, as violently as you can play within the rules. He certainly is not like me and Joe Green. He became a very lovable guy when he did that Coca-Cola commercial. Thanks, Mean Joe. Yeah, look it up if you haven't seen it. The youngsters. It was a, he put on like forty pounds that off season. That was the end of his career. That commercial. It really was. I mean, he he kept drinking Coca Colas. Took like forty takes. Apparently, full sugar. Yeah, full. Yeah, it was full sugar too. So to me, it's not surprising that Donald was involved in this. It's just the question is because he is an aggressive player. The question is how extreme we think it is. My over under would be. A half a game. I think there's less than a 50% chance he gets even one game. But I think if you told me, I'll give you two to one that he gets one game, I think I might take the, yeah, he'll get a game. I think the odds are probably 30% he gets, maybe 35% he gets one game. Wrapping up here, McKenzie, what, over, under, plus 200 for one game. What do you take? I think you made a good line. I would take the plus 200. I made the, yeah, I would take plus 200 that he gets one game over, under, a half. Thank you. AJ. I agree with McKenzie. So, would you take plus 180, plus 160? Where would you stop taking it? I think plus 200 is the right number. So, I made the perfect line off the cuff. I think you did, yeah. All right, that's all I can do. When we come back, the Cowboys lost their left tackle, maybe for the season, likely, I think, for the season. It means more than you might think. Vegas is reacting. Stay tuned. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. 
Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. It's Covino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Elfman. One day away from the pirate that gets a sponsorship invitation from A.J. tomorrow at some point in the hour. We can't tell you when contractually, but at some point, the pirate that wants a sponsorship because he likes money more than being an outlaw. Is that the fair way to say it? Absolutely. All right. I'm excited. This is the Fastest Growing Show on Fox Sports Radio. We're going to be talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles and are the Eagles actually going to be favored to win the East? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's already happened. That's why you're here. <laughs> you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas. Here in Vegas on the Strip, 97 degrees. The neon is flowing. Dallas Cowboys have been downgraded after losing left tackle Tyron Smith until at least December with a severe hamstring injury. Yeah, and i got to be honest. I think, uh, as far as I can see, it's hard to imagine that uh, my, my strong guess would be uh, that's very optimistic. I mean, here's a guy that seems to get injured a lot, we'll say, and the idea he's going to come back extra fast. I'm not sure that that I particularly think that's likely. So I'm going to assume we're looking at the season here. Here's a little injury music. Tell me if you like this, AJ. <laughs> but you can see the the card coming, coming out. out. Yeah, yeah. The gurney. <laughs> okay, what does this mean? Well, we've got some numbers, McKenzie, pregame.com, research. How has Dak done specifically without left tackle Smith? All right, so without him, there's been 27 games in his career. His QBR is just – is actually higher. Is that correct, AJ or um, McKenzie? Yeah, surprisingly. Okay. Now, a lot of people would say, well, wait a minute. We're making a big deal about this. The market's adjusting. Vegas is reacting. But when Smith plays, Dak's QBR is a 62.6. And when he doesn't play, it's a 63.8. Huh. One 
point plus better without him. A lot of people would stop there. Mackenzie, do you would you stop there? Do you have anything else to add to this to make the case? No, you don't, do you? No, I don't. AJ? No. No. Maybe you missed that day. <laughs> but here is what you need to know is if you look at the rushing on the left side, left tackle of the Cowboys, when Smith is there versus when he's not, it's over a yard per rush to the advantage of Dallas when Smith is there. So they're below average rushing team to the left without him, way above average with him. So can you compensate in some ways for his absence? Yeah, maybe you put the tight end over there. Maybe there's all kind of ways to take uh, to address one weak line position. But when it's strong, you not only don't have to compensate for it, you can do more than just pass, specifically with a left tackle if he's a good run blocker. Because usually teams run to the right. Because defenses typically put a rush end on that right side. And we're talking about from the offense's perspective. A rush end that's really good rushing the passer, but isn't good against the rush. Right? The left-end guys usually are the best guys that can do both, at least competently. Well, if you got a guy on the left that can block that edge rusher, now you block him against the pass, but then you can run there. And Dallas has been, if you think about it, a team that runs effectively with Zeke, even though he is not what he was years ago, and Pollard, who is one of the best, if not the best second running backs in the game. So what we know for sure is that Dallas is better. And if you look at the, the, the record, do, you, do we have the one loss of Dallas in these situations? I'll grab it one second. Yeah, I, it's, it's pretty noteworthy. Hey, he's, he's missed 30 games in the last five seasons, so an average of six games per season over the last five years. That's a lot of time for a guy that, that means that much. No doubt. And, and, and some of it's been big chunks, if not whole seasons. Now, as we're looking at the record with and without Smith, Amari Cooper is another player that used to was on Dallas last year that isn't on Dallas now, traded to the Browns. And they got him in 2018. And if you look at the games that they've had Cooper since they got him or didn't have Cooper, all right, there was 44 games with Cooper since he was traded to Dallas. And the QBR for Dak was 56. The QBR was 11 points less without Cooper on the field. Nine games, QBR 45. So 45 without Cooper, 56 with him. That was a player that meant uh, that has meant a ton to Dak. Well, he's gone. He's gone. And, and have they added any receivers? Not really. I mean, they've drafted well. They've got guys that are stepping up into roles. I think to put that QBR stat into perspective, 56 last year would have put him about on, on par with Kyler Murray. For 40, uh, without, without him, he'd be Daniel Jones. So that, that, that's the drop off. Well, that is uh, depressing if you're a Cowboy <laughs> fan. Now, there's only been one game that they didn't have Cooper or left tackle Smith, and they scored nine points. Could be a coincidence. That's not a lot of points. And that was against Kansas City, and Dak had a QBR of nine. So nine points, QBR of nine. Small sample size. But that is effectively what Dallas is this year. And they didn't expect they didn't expect to lose Smith. It's not like they compensated for it. Right? And okay, this is interesting. So without Smith, uh, pretty fifteen wins, ten losses, with Smith, thirty-eight wins, twenty losses. So effectively about the same winning percentage. 
you got to wonder about that because when you start getting up that many games, it means something. But what I know is if I look at that rushing stat, I think, man, if you're giving up, if you can't run to the left or you can, that makes such a big difference. But Dak maybe is compensated for it. We are straight out of Vegas. I think with Cooper and Smith, it's kind of hard to think losing both of them, especially with other receivers injured early in the year. I think Dallas starts really slow. Um, What's your general thought on the Cowboys? I'm starting to be very pessimistic on the Cowboys. You opened my eyes this last week on the podcast talking about if you really look at their roster, you go through their team and you say, why are the Cowboys considered better than the Eagles? And when you do that, it's really hard to find an answer. It's because the Cowboys roster is not better than Philadelphia's roster. I agree. There's two ways to handicap the NFL. One way is top down which almost everyone does, even professionals. And what is that? You say, well, last year told us how good the team was. Now, that I can question, to be candid. 16 games isn't enough sometimes. But let's accept that. And then they say, now, what's changed? Right? So let's look at Tampa Bay. Right? How good were they last year? Top five team. Sure. Right? Now, Brady's a year older. Do we think it's going to affect things? Maybe. Right? At some point, it will. At some point. Sure. And then, in general, how old is the team? Because if a team's older, usually that year hurts them. If a team's younger, it can help them. They mature. And no Antonio Brown, no Rob Gronkowski, no Dominican Sue, no Jason Pierre-Paul. A lot of guys gone. Yeah, so then you say, okay, we're taking these guys down. Now, has anyone been added? Lyman get hurt. And then you start making adjustments. Right Down a half point, down a quarter point. Okay, that's a very valid approach. But what it's susceptible to is if you were wrong about how good the team was coming in. Because you only had a short sample. You had even a full season in the NFL is not a big sample. Think about it in baseball. Is if you take the worst team in baseball and get their best streak during 162 games and compare it to the best team and their worst streak. Mostly, more than half the time, the worst team's best streak will be better than the best team's worst streak. So there's a 16-game, if you look at it through chunks of 16 games, there's going to be a 16-game stretch that the worst baseball team looks better than the best baseball team looks during a bad stretch. Now, does it mean that every if you only play 16 games, it's always going to be those extremes? No. But it means those extremes are possible. They're possible. And every year, there's teams that people think, and I think Kansas, or not Kansas City, I think the Chargers, the L.A. Chargers were a good example of this. You strongly believe that last year's Chargers were, what, a top eight team in the league? I mean, Herbs is your boy. And they didn't make the playoffs. And I strongly believe that the Arizona Cardinals were not as good as everyone thought they were, and, and they started out the season 10-2. and two. So, you're right. It's imagine one team's best season, streak and one team's worst. Imagine if the NFL season were 12 games, which really, it was 1977, it was 12 games. It wasn't that long ago the league was 12 games, and it went, well, no, let me think about this. It went from 14 to 16 in 78, if I'm not mistaken. So, I'm not, I think 12... Yeah, it went from 14 to 16. But let's just say this. 12 versus 16 is not that different. But the, but the Cardinals would have been looked at vastly different. No doubt. Vastly different. And also what we have happen is the end of the year often has an overweighted significance in how good you think a team is. Look at Cincinnati. 
Cincinnati could have easily lost to the Raiders in the first round of the playoffs. They could have easily lost that game. And if they did, how differently would we be looking at Cincinnati this year? Vastly. One game, right? Now, the fact they won that game, then they won another, and then they won another. I mean, like, give them credit for that. And then they almost won the Super Bowl. They rightfully have been upgraded because of that. But I think the truth actually is closer to Cincinnati being better than we think, or better than we would have thought if they had lost. But they could have lost, and it would have been extremely deceiving how Cincinnati was just a barely a playoff team. Yeah, that's a great point. So, in general, if you go from the bottom up, which I'm aspiring to do, I'm not there yet. But it, to me, it's the next step I need to make as an NFL handicapper is to say, you can put any group of players together, give me two days, and I'm going to tell you how good this team would be. Because if you think about it, that's what you're supposed to be able to do. A coach can do. They can say, okay, how's our line look? Look at your players. Let's grade it A to F or however you want to grade it. And then how good's the receivers? How good's the quarter? Now it gets interesting. How, what's the interplay going to be? That is way advanced. Where you can say this line is really good, but this line might struggle if they run this scheme. Or this line, I'll give you an example. Two years ago, the Browns... Uh, three years ago, we'll call it, Baker's second year. The Browns had a decent O-line, but it was weak in the middle. Well, when you have a short quarterback and Baker is relatively short, is pressure up the middle is the worst kind of pressure. It's the worst for any quarterback, but it's even worse if you're short because how do you – you got to throw quick, you got to right. throw over the middle, you can't see. Right, so if you remember, Baker was rolling out like crazy. He would always like whenever he felt pressure, he would duck, bail, and roll right. And he was twenty yards behind the line of scrimmage when he didn't need to be. Oftentimes, so you could say that Browns O line was decent, but it was weak in a way that particularly was bad for the Browns and Baker Mayfield. That's the next level. Once you can figure out how great the groups are, or how good they are, or not good. Then you can decide how they play with each other. The guys that can do that, think about if you looked at Philadelphia and you look at Dallas. The whole offseason, the question has been, man, does Philly have a chance? Philly got a chance to win that division? What kind of odds would you have to get to take Philly to win that division? And then it became more like, you know, these teams are kind of close. Dallas is clearly favored. And then about a week ago, I told you guys, I don't know if you were here, AJ, I told them, I said that Baker, or, or specifically Philadelphia, I started hearing people say Philly better than Dallas. And it was the first time I had heard that. And then I heard them say, I think they're favored to win the division. And I said, this is like a timber moment where if you cut a tree, Right, you hear the chainsaw, and then once it starts falling, it might only move an inch or two, but you know it's falling. Because once it starts falling, and my thought was that Philly was going to be the clear favorite to win this division within two weeks, because people started even imagining they were better than Dallas. This Smith injury is going to add to that, but my prediction is Philly will be favored to win the East before the kickoff in a couple weeks. Right now, Cowboys plus 140, Eagles plus 155. And when you go back and look at where they opened, that is a massive, massive swing. I agree. 
Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas. R.J. Bell. The if you look at Dallas's replacement for Smith, they drafted a lineman, Tyler Smith, same last name, in the first round. We actually had a best bet on him to go before the 33rd pick, so that was good. Um, he's been playing guard. Probably going to move him to left tackle. The thing about young linemen, I don't care how pedigreed they are, they tend to um, they tend to struggle their first year. Even I mean, we we seen some exceptions, right? Slater from the Chargers has looked looked good from the start. Sewell looked good for the Lions, pretty much from the start. But those are the exceptions. And in general, linemen that it's almost like quarterbacks. First year you struggle. Second year, if you're good, you get good. I think Dallas, whatever effect the Smith injury is going to have, it will be more pronounced early in the year, first half of the year or so. And the Bucks play Dallas to kick off the season once again. Also dealing with their own offensive line issue, the Bucks. Uh, I actually heard from a buddy in, in Houston who said, uh, it, it, "Don't be surprised if the Cowboys and Texans start talking about Laramie Tunsil." Wow, that's expensive. Cowboys haven't been willing to spend that money recently. And to close is. Um, Oh, Fez said this. I thought this was a McKenzieism. So this is a Fezism too. He says Dallas plays Tampa in Week One. Whoever loses or whoever wins, you bet against them in Week Two. Somebody's got to win. <laughs> I agree with. It. I don't care I do what too. you say. Someone's got to win unless there's a tie. And I would throw a wrench into. When things. we come back, AJ is spreading his wings. He's got an NBA best bet. I love his research on this one, and because of that, because I want everyone to wait for this pick to stay tuned. I'm going to give an NFL best bet just to support AJ. Stay tuned. When he's RJ Bell, I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C R S H O W. 
good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. It's always encouraging when a youngster starts to spread their wings, when they start to feel confident enough to go outside the obvious to the not-so-obvious. Well, A.J. digging into the numbers. You and numbers aren't necessarily friends. Not best friends. But lately, you've been trying to befriend numbers. We're working on our relationship. And listen, that's all you can do. Every day, try to be a little bit better. Nurture. (laughs) Here's a theory uh, for you to disregard completely. A.J. Hoffman, best bet. Yeah, Chet Holmgren out for the season. Vegas adjusts immediately, dropping the, the Thunder win total from 26.5 to 23.5. My best bet is going to be over 23.5 wins for the Thunder. The last five times a top-five draft pick missed an entire season, they have gone 4-1 and one over against their win total by an average of nearly three wins per season. Okay, so there's a top-five pick. That pick is going to be someone there's a ton of expectations about. 
the fact that they missed the whole season is going to be a major disappointment. Your theory is there's an overreaction to that disappointment, and that's there's value on the over. History says yes, four overs, one under in the same situation, and the adjustment or those results have been relatively how significant, meaning how many wins over, or in this case, over it was? 2.8 wins per season. Wow, and so almost going over by three games. Yeah, and that's Greg Oden, Blake Griffin, Nerlens Noel, Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons, who all missed their rookie seasons. Four and one to the over. Uh, this was a 24-win team, team last year. McKenzie, I'll get your thoughts. as With the roster constructed how they are, should this team be any worse than they were a year ago? No way. They have Josh Giddy, SGA, two of the best under 24 players in the league. This team has an up arrow next to him. All right. So you would say that if somehow Chet got drafted and let's say was holding out and said, I'm going to go play in Canada or something, and he was just out, you would look at this remaining team and the win total would have been what for you? I think 28 and a half. These are all younger players. We expect to get better. They won 24 games last year. Despite resting a lot of guys towards the end of the season, I don't see that. I think 28 and a half is a good number. Yeah, I'm going to co-sign this. I like this pick. And I particularly like it being bat now, being bat ASAP. And here's why. Whenever there's news that causes market adjustment, Vegas will typically over-adjust. The reason? Whoever's betting right now is probably betting the news. So imagine like a movie starts up and it's like the Ghostbusters new version. And now the question is, how much do they sell the Ghostbusters memorabilia for? Well, chances are someone's coming to eBay that day. They're being driven by, hey, the movie's coming out. They're going to be extra motivated and thus they're going to pay a little extra. Here, anyone betting OKC typically is going to be saying, I got to fade them. Chet's gone. I got to fade them. Well, they move significantly because of that, and then typically it will drift back to where it should have been in the next couple of weeks. They figure, hey, what's, why not price gouge? That's what bookies do. Cockroaches. Any chance they get. I like acting now because I think there's been an overreaction to this. I, the thing about Chad is I think people are getting this injury way wrong. It's because usually big guys have injuries in the feet because they're too big, like Zion. You know, physically. Yao Ming. Here's an example where his thinness is an advantage to his feet. The fact he's still having foot problems this thin, boy, that's a problem. Because if he gets bigger to deal with the size and the block, his feet are more susceptible. So it's discouraging for sure. My best bet, this one's simple, and it's an extension of what we talked about yesterday. How do you tell who does well between seasons in the NFL? One of the ways, and this one feels obvious, how good was the quarterback last year? How good is he this year? And most specifically, did the quarterback that was supposed to quarterback miss many games last year? Well, Washington, and that's my team, going over the total. Get the latest n number on that for me, McKenzie. Seven and a half minus one thirty to the over is the best you can get. All right, so seven and a half. You got to pay some extra vig on the over. We're going over that, and let's not forget something. Fitzpatrick was supposed to be the quarterback for Washington last year. He got hurt in the first game, so for sixteen and a half games, Heineke, a backup, was the quarterback. What other team had a backup quarterback the entire season? There wasn't one. 
and it's something people kind of dismiss because Fitzpatrick hadn't been on Washington before, and the sense was, oh, he's not that good anyway. Well, Fezzik had him rated as like the 12th or 13th best quarterback coming into that year. Washington hasn't lost much otherwise. They are really good, and as much as I don't love Wentz, he is an upgrade. Best bet over Washington, over seven and a half wins on the season. If you missed any of today's show, including speculating what happens to Aaron Donald based on today's events, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time, discussing the final preseason weekend. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.